Tonight, I'm going to be talking with Tim Church. Uh, Tim is, um, I met Tim about two years ago uh, when I first moved to Charleston, South Carolina. He was the training director at the gym that I came to. Um, and and I, he was a big, a big reason that I chose to, to train at that gym, coming from um, ownership in, in my own gym and, and, and you know, leaving my partners in Pittsburgh behind coming here. It's a big step back going to a, a corporate gym. Um, and Tim was, he played a, played a really large role in, in getting me to come to that uh, facility because of his, his experience, his knowledge. Um, and he presented me with a lot of opportunities to learn from his experience, uh, to learn from his career and everywhere that he's been. And he's traveled the world 17 times over, at least <laughs> that's what it seems like. So uh, we're going to sit down tonight uh, share a beer. Uh, I'm thinking about these uh, these interviews, these podcasts being, you know, about about the length of the time it takes to to drink a beer with a friend. So, um, beers with friends. Maybe that'll be a working total, uh, working title rather. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I had some questions that I jotted down, and uh, we'll see where the wind takes us. Um, we're going to be chilling at the Liberty Tap Room here in, in Charleston. And uh, probably sipping on some local beers and talking about some industry questions and some concerns of mine, and and hopefully we'll be able to. Um, this is this is day one. This is where we start the start this journey. So join me later. Um, I'll update it as soon as I can, and uh, I hope you enjoy. Thanks a lot. All right, so we're calling this beers with friends. And we're on our second beer after a pizza. And we're even better friends now. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. We'll edit that out later. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Tim Church. Uh, probably, what were we saying, 20, how many years of experience? Once you get to 20, you just call it 20. 20-ish. 20 20-ish. 20 right. 20-ish years of experience. Started uh, at nine. Tim is a legend in his own right. Um, at least in my own head. <laughs> So we're going to sit down, we're going to drink the rest of these beers and talk about a couple questions. I'm frustrated with the industry, I've said it before, um, I've been sitting here for like the last hour and a half with Tim talking about how the industry is, in a way, it's kind of like gone down the tubes. We've killed it and I think it's a good opportunity for us to bring it back, to bring back, what's that word? Professionalism to what we do. Yeah. Um, so I, I jotted down a couple quick questions. Um, I kind of gave, I gave him a little heads up. He's seen the questions. He already wrote down his answers. But let's get right to it because I'm running out of beer. Um, what, um, Tim? What? What's your greatest influence? See that? That's a tough one. Uh, the greatest influence. I don't have. I wouldn't say I have one. I'm gonna rattle off probably several, um, and they're for different reasons. Uh, so. The Todd Durkins, the Martin Rooney's that are just like out of this world, super pumped, excited all the time. The the energy and the passion that they bring is something that uh, I think everybody should strive to have more of, and they've got it in spades. Uh, the Mike, the Michelle Dow Courts, Eno Dwyer's, Rodney Corn, you know those three guys with uh, PTA Global and some others, where they push the limits and ask the questions why and dive into the science um, on a level that. To me, is super practical, 
but is challenging the traditional way that we thought uh, kind of the human body performed. Like I really appreciate those guys and there's several more that I'm not listening now that I really should owe an apology to, that they're great. And then you have people like Sherry McMillan. I think she was the first to write an entire, truly entire first uh, full book on the business of personal training, which I purchased, and it is a massive uh, book. But she gives and gives and gives such good business uh, advice. Uh, same thing, uh, Pat Rigsby is another one. Great business advice in the industry. Rick Sikorsky, uh, you know, started in, in one of the best franchises in fitness forever. So those are for the business. So those are different components for different reasons. But that's why I have so many influences in this industry for sure. Uh, throw a softball at you. Um, why is it? Do you, why do you find it so important to have so many influences? I think we're growing. You know, it's uh, in in fitness. If all you do is find something heavy and lift it and put it down, you become good at that one thing. Easy, easy, easy. Well, <laughs> <Right>? in <laughs> a sore spot there. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Thank you. <laughs> But listen, there's there's nutrition, there's rest and recovery, there's other elements, and you don't you don't learn them all at the same time. You learn one thing, you become successful at it. That gives you the motivation. And I don't care if you're somebody brand new working out. Success is the best breeder of success. So we got to find that one small nugget we're successful at that leads us to the next thing, gets us to show up one more day. And with that, I think why I have so many influences because I had success in one area and then I sought out people that were more successful than I was, which is pretty easy. You know, smarter people. And, and I, I truly remember this, uh, some really successful businessmen, they were clients of mine, and I remember them saying, Tim, just be the dumbest one in the room and you're, you're always gonna learn something. And I went, man, I can do that. And so I started seeking out uh, these people for different reasons. I started off with, with the knowledge, you know, every I think in, in trainers we start off with uh, human anatomy, physiology, kinesiology. Like I just and I still thirst for that. But I was looking at just that, and then I said, "All right, I'm a professional. I got to figure out the business side of it." And I was super fortunate to have uh, some coaches in the industry that really helped me. And then I was able to meet Rick Sikorsky, Sherry McMillan, um, and a lot of these others. I was real fortunate to meet, and they're the successful ones were always willing to reach out and lend a hand. You know, give me some good advice. So that's why I have a lot of different influences. I said it before, say it again. Ah, I never feel like I'm the smartest one in the room. Thank you for bringing that one up. All right, all right, all right. We got one question down. Question number two. Um, we're both a little bit lower on the beer uh, element here, but um, our industry has changed a lot. Um, in the time that I've been a trainer, I know in the time that you've been a trainer and a coach, um, what changes do you see really coming in the next five years? I truly believe uh, this is the most exciting time for me in the industry of 20 plus years I've been in. And the next five years, I think, think there's gonna be drastic change. And I know people will think I'm nuts when I say this. There's gonna be a consolidation of some great fitness brands. Right now, you see all the fingers going out with all the different studios, all the unique little models, uh, all these fun things, and then you still have these large clubs. You're gonna start seeing the a collaboration and a consolidation of that. So some larger clubs will keep the same brand, but they're gonna buy them out. Uh, and then you'll start seeing some merge where you'll see studios inside clubs more. You'll, you'll just see there's less people in the game in a big way. Like the consolidation of all the banks that happened not too long ago. 
that's going to happen in the next five years. The other thing, and this is where people really think I'm crazy, 30% of the U.S. population will have a membership at a club or a fitness studio. 30%. And that's obscene. When you think, really, we're lucky to get about 10 to 12% right now. Right. And they say it could be as much as 15 to 18%, but they're including, like, I'm part of a soccer club, a golf club, tennis club. I'm not saying I'm saying 30% will be fitness club membership, a, a, a trainer, a traditional health club, or a fitness studio. That's going to happen. Might be right at the fifth year, but it's going to happen. Well, we need to come back here in about five years, and we'll, we'll, we'll re revisit that. The news is, me and you, I have no doubt, we'll be here in five <laughs> years. A lot of the, uh, as, as I will give you credit for, the hashtag Twitterfessionals, <laughs> we'll probably not be here in five years. So I, that is my other prediction for what do I see in the next five years. Me and you will still have a beer, and the Twitter professionals will be doing something else. Do you think we're actually going to be able to do away with the 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 the, the, uh, the frauds of the industry? No, no, not at all. And actually, you know what? There's, I think, uh, as it's growing so fast right now, it, it lends itself to having even more of those that. They either don't have the right heart, they're not in it for the right reasons, serving people, or, you know, it's it's just a, a new shiny object and there's a lot of these that are just, they grew up with the computers and the and the social media and they're able to get on it and, and ring in a few, enough people that we pay attention to it. They're always going to be there, but I think what's going to happen is the consumer's going to realize, we're going to go through a phase now and the consumer's going to realize where the content is, where the heart is, and that's something that technology is going to be amazing even more than it is now and there'll be people that take advantage of it and there'll be there'll still be those crappy people but it just makes us look even better those those of us that people are going to be more aware of the true professionals that that give and give and give and that truly do it in a way that um that empowers others and that was you know my whole as i said this a little while ago is my whole goal behind all of this it is to sort of highlight the genuine professionals in the industry and like I want to educate people enough to to be discerning about who they get their information from yeah and I think that's the I realize that we're most likely not going to be able to get rid of rid of our um, Twitter professionals that's right you guys heard it first hashtag, right here Andy hashtag. Rose was the first man on the planet Twitter Twitter professionals. I have to check that. There might be someone else I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for it. Uh, but I think our, our, you know, sitting down and, and, and sharing the information that we have and where the industry's headed, like, I don't know where it's headed. You've been in here longer than I have. So, um, you know, the things that you've seen, um, I'm looking forward to the next five years and seeing. And off, and off record, I'm going to share with you a couple other secrets that I, I won't say on record right now. All right, well, we'll but there's some cool stuff coming, brother. Uh, we'll catch that up with uh, episode three. All right, so I'm all about getting smarter um, because I, I, I've, I've never viewed myself as the smartest one in the room. Um, <laughs> I always look to people who are uh, more knowledgeable than I am. Um, I'm smart enough to know how smart I'm not. Um, so which brings us to question number three. Um, what is your most often referenced book and uh, why? This is good. Um, and I'm going to sound so corny uh, because 
I'm one of those like seriously true believers in what you put in, you get out. I'm just die hard with what you feed your brain is what naturally comes out. And listen, it comes out natural. That's the thing is it's not made up. It has to come out natural. Uh, two, the two books that come to mind first, uh, The E-Myth, and traditionally that's a business book, right? Uh, and The E-Myth is great, especially for young coaches, because I, I work and coach a lot of young trainers, um, and even trainers have been in for a little while. And The E-Myth really, in a nutshell, uh, and if you get this book, get The E-Myth Revisited or Revised. And it's basically build a business that you plan on selling, even if you don't want to sell it, that way you create systems, especially for the things that you don't want to have to think about, right? Like get up in the morning and put on the same uniform so that you don't have to think about it. It doesn't take time. So all of your energy is spent on that thing that you do really well. And for us, that's, that's coaching and working with clients. That's finding that thing that makes them feel good. That one hour they're with us, or 30 minutes that makes them feel so good that they're gonna come back again and do it again and again, right? And so that's where, that's what we're really good at. So all those mundane things that we're not that great at or that really don't make a difference or impact, we create systems for that. And, and we can do them on autopilot without even thinking. And so the EMET really highlighted that in a, in a business standpoint, and I took that to heart with even my personal life, is you know, there's a lot of things that I just don't need to do. I need to delegate or create systems so that I can spend time for me with, with family, like honest, genuine, quality time with family. I don't need to change my own oil. And there were things like that that were just bugging the heck out of me, but I was doing things and spending a lot of time. I'm not good at it. There's somebody that can do it in 20 minutes. Like it takes me two hours. Like, and so with that, I had to think about it and go, what do I value most? And the E-Myth really opened my eyes to a lot of that. So I reference E-Myth a lot. Um, and another one, and I'm, I know people will judge me on it, but things like The Peaceful Warrior. Peaceful Warrior is a great book, and I won't even ruin it for you or, or summarize it for you, but it's, it's one of those easy reads, really easy reads. Most people, I read slow, but most people get it done in you know probably two or three settings, and uh, I think it empowers the human spirit. And you know what they say, I mean, you can go without water so many days, without food so many days, right. without hope, a couple seconds. You know, the human spirit is what drives all of us. You know, what, what gets us up, what gets us fired up, what, the thing that's contagious from the smile, you know, some people just have that smile or that laugh that's contagious. And I think there's an energy that we carry with us that's contagious. And uh, The Peaceful Warrior is a, just a great, it's, it's written story form and it's wonderful for um, enlightening or lifting up the human spirit. So those would be the, the first two that come to mind. There's so many, um, so many books. I'm, I'm constantly reading, but it's, like I said, you think I'm savvy, but it's a lot of the self-help style as I read more industry, industry stuff first, self-help style second. Those are kind of, those are the ones I would reference. Beautiful. Thanks for the time, Tim. Um, Besides so Andy's Twitter fashional page. Hashtag Twitter fashionals. <laughs> um, guys, just to wrap this up, um, the background noise that you hear 
Um, we are at Medici, which is a pizza-inspired joint here in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. If you guys have not been here and you live in the Charleston area or you're going to be visiting, um, check it out. Um, the owner actually just walked over to us a little while ago, spent some time. Um, I'm clearly plugging it because he gave us a beer. Um, of course. But you got to try the metabolic marinara the base. Metabolic marinara base. Um, uh, definitely add an egg to it with some bacon <laughs> and some sweet potatoes. Um, if you guys have any questions, please ask. So I just got back home, wrapped up uh, a fun couple hours uh, sitting down with Tim Church. Um, I wish I could have recorded the entirety um, of our dinner and a uh, couple of beers that we had there. Um, unfortunately, you would probably be bored by most of it. I just wanted to wrap it up real quick, and and you know, so I was giving. Uh, Give it a brief moment where you know if you had some questions to to reach out. Um, I wanted to reiterate that if if there's anything that we talked about that sparked some interest or something that you you want maybe a, a little bit a deeper explanation on, um, connect with me. Um, I'll put you in contact with Tim. Um, when I put this up, I'll put Tim's contact info in it. I'll stick his email on there. So you guys can reach out to him as well. Um, dude's brilliant. What can I say? Um, he just, uh, I don't want to blow his head up too much, but he's a really knowledgeable guy. He's down to earth. Um, he's just a real guy. And I think that's my primary goal is is to highlight people that are real. There's too many frauds in our industry. There's too much fake. There's too much Photoshop. There's too much, to be honest, there's just too much bullshit. And it's time to start highlighting the people that have been in the trenches for the last 15, 20, 25 plus years that are doing the work that really doesn't get noticed, but they're doing it because they just love to do it. They love to help people. And it's just part of who they are. It's not a passion. I hate that word. But it's just what they do. It's what they were put on the earth to do. And it's it's helping other people and it's changing people's lives and it's... um it's not something that's glamorous or flashy or showy and it doesn't you know it, it doesn't sell as well as you know a dude with his shirt off sitting on the hood of a Rolls-Royce but that's not who we are as fitness professionals and i think that's not what the industry really is um don't get it twisted it's a hard industry um it will chew you up and spit you out and it's it's definitely something i'm very thankful to be a part of it's definitely something that has given me a lifestyle I truly enjoy, um, but it's hard. It's not going to get any easier, um, but I'm hoping that we can sort of shed some light on the important things in the industry and the things that matter the most, and in turn, hopefully it will influence the decision-making of people who are either hiring professionals or hiring coaches and trainers or um, it will help direct trainers that are new in the industry to to dig deeper into it and to learn more and to grow more and to become more professional at what they do. So thanks for tuning in. Um, like I said, if you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to ask. Shoot me a message. Um, I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. And uh, thanks a lot. Have a great night.